Hello and welcome to this episode of the ESG Fitness Podcast. Could I record that so I don't have to say it every time? Yes. But have I? No, I have not because this is real. This is a real podcast with no intro. That's the way I like to keep it. Anyhow, today you're going to learn a lot. I've had an incredible week of coaching. I really, I feel like I've fallen in love with coaching again. Not that I really fell out of love with it. But anyway, I've loved this week. It's also Commit to Six launch, which has, it's it always kind of like hypes me up before that anyway. And I also redid a lot of the programme and the information that we give out and the vibe that we give and the prep work beforehand and the mindset work. And it's really like realigned me with, where my coaching is now and what impact I want to have on people and who my coaching is for and the problem it solves for people and now I feel very clear on that and really the the crux of it is on how to get people out of this yo-yo dieting cycle and what people really need is not another diet it's certainly not like a six-week shred plan or a six-week challenge it's a long-term behavior change It's a different outlook and approach to diet and exercise. It's the skill set to make better decisions and then stick to them. And people often think that they're coming to commit to six or to coaching, whatever they sign up for workouts and macros. And sure, like you'll get those. And I'm not going to lie, they are expertly, um, like I've spent a lot of time over the last couple of weeks, or sorry, over the last week really, setting targets and reading people's information and making sure that they are the best targets they possibly can be for that individual based on where they are at the moment. And also the programming is obviously incredible, right? But realistically, that isn't the best part of the program. The results come from your change in mindset. And what people struggle with here is it's less tangible. I can't just be like, here's your mindset macros. Like, oh, that would be great. It's 100% imperfect action. but that does take a little bit more work. So in this episode, I'm going to talk you through an example of this from a client, just to see that in practice. Because I think we talk a lot about like, oh, mindset's the most important part to fat loss. And I'm like, oh, that's wishy-washy and shit. And like, it doesn't really, yeah, I can see why people struggle to buy into that. So like, what is it? So I'm going to show you a bit of a framework that I use to make better decisions myself and that I use with clients to help them make better decisions and not only make the better decisions, but then actually stick to them. And then if we have time, I will talk people through the six mindset principles of Commit to Six, which by the way, starts this week and you can still sign up until Wednesday, I think I'll probably shut it. And then the doors are closing and then I get to do my favorite part, which is six weeks of helping people achieve their goals, change their mindset, change the whole way that they think about diet and exercise and really start to see it as a positive that is adding to their life and improving every aspect of their life not taking away right I'm going to talk through an amazing example of this of a client I'm so unbelievably proud of in this episode so as I said you do not need another diet what you probably need is a framework to make better decisions and then be able to stick to the decisions that you make and you're in luck because I am going to tell you about this framework. But first, I want to talk about 
a bit of a story from a client which kind of nicely shows this so this is from her check-in and she said and basically this client was telling me about her holiday she explained that she usually uses the day that she's traveling home as an excuse not to be able to eat particularly well right and I'm sure we can all relate to that oh look I'm traveling we don't have the perfect choices of food so you know what today's just a bit of a write-off I'll, I'll maybe start again tomorrow and then realistically you don't start again tomorrow either because you feel pretty shit about the day before and then that just spirals but this time she decided that she wasn't going to accept traveling as a legitimate excuse not to stay within her calories she was like do you know what I can absolutely do both I can travel and not overeat yeah that trust in yourself and so when I say it's all about mindset this is a good example of this right it's because the decision comes before the action and I know this is quite an obvious statement like you decide to do something and then you do it but the mindset part is that decision and many people seem to forget this and just focus on the action, which I will admit was 100% me. I was like, journaling, no thank you. I'll just take action. Like, why would I want to write stuff down or think about stuff? No, 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 no. I'll just do lots of action. Um, unfortunately, that doesn't work so well. Actually, learning how to make very good decisions and stick to them works a hell of a lot better. So once you make that decision of, hey, actually, you know, I'm not going to accept that as an excuse and then you commit to it fully, you take away the option to bargain yourself out of it. And then your actions flow, right? Another example of this might be, or even that same example, like there'll be loads of times during the day, if you hadn't made that full decision, you could be like, oh, maybe I'll just get a snack at the airport or, oh, maybe I'll have a couple of beers before we take off or, oh, maybe I'll just get snacks on the plane and just like eat them or something. Like, no. If you make that decision once in the morning of I'm going to stick to this plan, then you don't have to keep making those little decisions throughout the day that that's what becomes tiring, right? That's where the decision fatigue hits. So the kind of two-part framework that, or the two, it's not really a framework, I'm not going to lie. It's like two (laughs) mindsets, things, frames that I like to use is one, never break a promise to yourself. I think that's probably some of the best advice I could give. And also don't make promises you can't keep. And the promises that you make to yourself, like the real ones, not like, oh yeah, I'll totally go to the gym when realistically you know you're probably not going to go. If you make real promises to yourself, then you start to build trust with yourself. And those are the most important promises that you make to anyone. Like your anxiety around just, I mean, especially with fat loss, but just, just generally when will drop when you know you can show up for yourself like okay when I say I'm going to do something I always do it thus I don't need to spend all day worrying about the fact that I've said I'm going to go to the gym in the afternoon will I actually go I'm not sure I don't know like will will I choose another reason not to go or will like do I actually believe that I'm going to do this you just do it because you trust yourself that you're going to do it right but the, the really important part here is not to start making promises to yourself that you're not going to keep because that breaks down your trust with yourself and a lot of clients come to me in fact this client did in that exact position of like I always say I'm going to start a diet or I always say I'm going to stick to this thing and then I never follow through with it now sometimes that's because you set unrealistic expectations of like yeah I'm going to go to the gym at 6am every morning for the next week even though I don't exercise at all at the moment and I hate early mornings 
mm, okay so you're now you're setting yourself up for failure and then you start to break down your own trust because you're not going to stick to that realistically a much better way to do that is to set yourself realistic targets okay I'm going to go twice this week and I'm going to plan it in and it's going to be at a time that suits me maybe it's on my way home from work because I know I drive right past the gym and I'll bring my stuff to work so that it's almost like harder for me not to go to the gym and then the second frame is when you're serious about a goal, I want you to commit to it 100%, not 98%, not 99%, because that one or 2% is the space that you give yourself to talk yourself out of it. And that is what's so fatiguing. That 2% is what makes dieting really tiring and hard mentally, because you're always second guessing. You're always like thinking, oh, you know, I'm probably gonna do it, but there's still a small chance that I won't. If you're just like, no, this is important to me, so I'm 100% going to do it. I'm going to show up for myself. And again, this is why I always set minimum non-negotiables that I know I could, you know, I'm almost going to achieve like by accident. And then targets, like my optimal targets, right? So this week I did a bit of a reset week. I noticed that I'd got a bit sloppy with certain behaviours. And I was like, okay, well, I need to spend a week resetting these behaviours. I'm going to be quite hard on myself for a week, but I still set minimum targets and then optimal targets, right? My non-negotiables, I will get 10,000 steps in a day no matter what. And realistically, during my normal day, I normally hit about that, but my optimal target is 12,000, right? So that's what I really want to hit. But I'm going to beat myself up if I don't get 10,000. But on weeks like this, where I'm really, where I'm like, this is a reset, right? This week isn't, for me, wasn't really about balance. If I hadn't got my 10,000 steps in, I would have walked around my flat. Like, I'm serious about that shit that week. Like, I'm I'm not going to break a promise that I've given to myself, right? Today, it's Saturday, 6pm, I'm recording this. I also made a promise to myself that I'd get in at least three workouts that were over 30 minutes long. I've not done that yet. So tonight, guess what I'm doing? I'm going to go to the gym for at least 40 minutes because that was the other thing that I was doing was taking the piss a little bit with like, (laughs) oh yeah, short and sharp workouts, right? Well, I actually want to get some results. I want to build a bit of muscle. It's probably going to have to put in a little bit more time and effort into creating enough volume to actually build that muscle, which means, you know, 30 to 40 minute workouts, not 20 minute workouts is probably what I need to be doing. What did I go on a huge tangent there? Where was I? Ah, yes, it was about committing 100% something and deciding that you're going to do it. An example that I always give of this, because I think it's a really useful way of thinking about like the level of decision fatigue that occurs for people. People who are lifelong vegetarians or vegans, or maybe not even lifelong, but say, say you've decided to be a vegan, you've been a vegan for two years. You certainly haven't decided to be a vegan at every meal for two years, right? That would take up a huge amount of your brain energy. You decided two years ago And now you probably very rarely think about it. Now and again, it might cross your mind. Oh, I really want that piece of cheese. Mm, Do I I want it enough to give up my veganism for it? Maybe you do, maybe you don't. But you're certainly not like at every meal. Oh, should I order the steak or the cauliflower steak? Which, by the way, seems to be the only option for vegetarians when you go anywhere that's like quite meat heavy. They're like, oh, we don't have a steak, but we have this cauliflower steak, which is literally just like a grilled cauliflower actually have had some that are quite good but it's a little bit boring that that's always the option just putting it out there if you run a restaurant that does that 
just putting that yeah might might want to put on maybe a few other options maybe anyway those my those are my two main points about making better decisions one never break promise to yourself and stop making promises to yourself that you're not going to keep because you will start to break down your trust you have with yourself and then you need to start building that up again which is absolutely doable if you are in that position of you're like no that does sound like me I've been promising myself I'm going to die every Monday for the last I don't know year and every time Monday comes around I stick to it for half the day and then I just don't do anything okay well we have to rebuild that trust with yourself and then the second thing is when you commit to something commit to it 100% it is way easier than being one foot out the door like half commitment and then the other thing I want to share was about one of my one-to-one clients who is absolutely incredible and I think this is going to inspire a lot of people so I asked her if she if I could share this on my story um and on the podcast and she said no no I'm joking (laughs) that wouldn't make for a very good story uh she said yes and she said I'm also happy for you to share my starting point one of the things that made me hesitate to sign up was that I thought I was too unfit too big and too far gone and it wasn't achievable that's absolutely not the case at all and everyone in my position at the start should know this which is incredible to hear anyway she also says I'm so glad I signed up it's the best thing I've ever done I'm not kidding I feel like you've helped me save my life which is very um I mean she's done all the hard work but it's been freaking amazing to work with her so anyway this woman came to me and by the way she she'd like to remain anonymous I'm not going to name her at the moment um she came to me very overweight very inactive um type 2 diabetic and with a really quite a poor relationship with herself and her body and her relationship with food or more like her relationship with dieting I think she was in that place where she didn't really trust herself and her initial goal I just went back and looked at these actually she said I want to lose fat improve my health particularly reverse type 2 diabetes I want to stop constantly being on the same merry-go-round of dieting slash giving up slash failing slash being unhappy and constantly jumping on diets and that that is exactly like if you think that's your goal I want to help you like this is exactly who I want to help the people who feel like they've been dieting on and off for their whole lives she also said I've been obese um around 20 to 21 stone since I was 20 years old uh there were a couple of years where I was successful at slimming world when I dropped to about 18 stone at my lightest but soon regained when I stopped continuously losing weight my nutrition has been poor for years binge eating overeating and I've previously been a member of a gym and then she says I felt paralyzed oh, sorry I have felt paralyzed and hopeless for a long time with my weight and my fat I turned 41 last week and my health feels like it's getting worse high cholesterol type 2 diabetes which is uncontrolled I have done every diet you can think of and I feel like I've looked into every possible way of losing weight but I struggle with taking action I'm very self-conscious and this puts me off doing a lot of things I don't do any exercise or much movement currently I'm giving myself a year to sort this out and if I don't succeed I'm getting a gastric bypass it's not something I want but I've already missed out on so much and I'm now worried that I will die so obviously when I heard this or when I read this in a application I was like I need to help this person and challenge accepted because there's absolutely no way that I'm letting that happen and she is completely capable she's just not had the right support before and I got this application exactly one month ago 
And I just want to read out a couple of quotes from her check-in this week. So she says, yesterday I was struggling at work to hit six, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, 6,000 steps. By the way, when she came to me, she was only getting 2,500 steps. So pretty incredible increase there. Um, she says, I have a very sedentary job and I started to think maybe this is the most I can do slash what about in winter? How will I ever get them in? And I caught myself, sorry, and I caught that I was making excuses and started to think of solutions. One of my classic lines I repeat continuously and hopefully it does start to ingrain in people's heads. Let's look for solutions, not excuses. Anyway, she says, so I set my alarm an hour earlier in the morning and I've already done 2,500 steps before breakfast. That will make hitting the rest so much easier. What a mindset change. And then this is the part I love the most. I feel very proud of myself this week. My husband has really noticed the change. He has never known me like this. And even when I have dieted successfully in the past, it was mainly me moaning about what I couldn't have. I don't feel I'm missing out on anything anymore. My body is feeling so much better. I walked a mile this morning and I didn't even need to stop for breath. Before, I couldn't walk a small block, even 500 steps without needing to sit down halfway round. My posture feels so much better as well and the pains in my shoulders and neck have stopped. I'm finding myself more chatty with people and just generally feeling more positive, even after my holiday. And then she's noted a few wins. I'd been swimming at the local pool and I didn't die and no one pointed and laughed. And like, if she said, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I mean, a month, only one month ago, she was saying how self-conscious she was and how she avoided doing things because of how self-conscious she was. And now she's doing so many more steps, so much fitter. Like, I cannot emphasize enough the improvement in health that you will see if you're someone who's doing like 2,000 odd steps going to 6,000 odd steps like unbelievable you will literally be adding years and quality years to your life and this is some of the stuff we did so initially I didn't want to overwhelm her so we focused on steps and nutrition nothing wild like I said she was doing about 2,000 to 3,000 steps now she's doing 6,000 steps that is doubling step count right so pretty impressive and I, yeah, I just can't emphasize enough the impact on health that that will have going from being that inactive to even at 6,000 steps. Calories have been consistently around like 1,800 to 2,000. Um, she's even been on holiday during this time. We aren't weighing at the moment because that can be off-putting for her. So totally fine. Really no need to be doing that. And then we're about, like I said, we're a month in and we're now going to bring in two workouts a week right so if you're again like I think some people would approach this or with the mentality of like oh well you know this is what I need to do to lose weight 10,000 steps three workouts a week 1500 calories completely overwhelming completely unnecessary and then you just set yourself up for failure and then you start to build this story in your head of I always fail on diets when you haven't failed on diet it's just that was like asking you to go from never having run before to run a marathon like you need to train for this stuff, right? You need to start where you are, push yourself a little bit, get fitter, get stronger, and then increase. You wouldn't just suddenly go, oh yeah, I'm just gonna go into the gym for the first time, never bench press before, I'm just gonna try and bench press 100. Okay, good, great. <laughs> if you wanna ever, I mean 100's <laughs> pretty impressive for any woman, but like, if you ever wanna get up to that, like, you need to train for that. And just because you can't do it at the moment doesn't mean you can't do it at some point. 
anyway i wanted to share that because she's made such incredible changes and the impact that that will have on her life is phenomenal and the real reason i wanted to share this and obviously she feels like this as well is if you're feeling like her when she started please don't give up and please don't like you know go for something drastic like a gastric band without having tried actually having support the amount of people and i've actually worked with quite a lot of people who have had gastric bands and it was then clear when i spoke to them about their dieting history they just never had proper support like they'd never had the right people behind them supporting them they've never had a plan that was actually tailored to them they're like yeah it's impossible i've tried everything i've tried the cambridge diet i've tried cutting carbs i've tried um fasting i've tried slimming world i've tried weight watchers but like have you tried actual support based around you figuring out what works for you and someone being like i believe in you i know you can do this and i'm here with you on the good days and the bad days you can completely change your outlook and enjoyment of life in a month here's proof of it and the way that we've approached this and built in these changes means that it will only continue to build and the change in health is incredible and what's hard is that you can't measure this as easily as you can scale weight but it's so much more important and yeah they come to an extent hand in hand especially if you have a lot of fat to lose but making these changes I mean even if all this woman ever did was increase her step count from 2,000 to 6,000 steps she's added years to her life like that is the impact of it and if you resonate with her or you know someone who might, please send them this podcast. And, and if it's you, then please do reach out to me. You can get me at ESG Fitness. You can email me ESGFitness at ESGFitness.co.uk. Or you can, probably the best thing to do actually, is head to ESGFitness.co.uk, fill in the application form, and then I can email you. And genuinely, like, I think this is what's given me a bit of like a lease of life for coaching this week. This is why I do what I do. These are the people that I really want to help. And you are totally capable. You've just not had the right support before. Like, I don't really... Like, nowadays, I'm like... It's cool getting someone shredded and, like, hey, they look amazing. And maybe they want to do a photo shoot. And, like, that's all fun. But this is the kind of work that, like, gets me up in the morning, even after 13 years of doing it. And not to be dramatic, but sharing this podcast with the right person could genuinely save their life could add years to their life so please if you know someone that may benefit from this please do share it with them and I'm going to wrap it up there I don't think I have time to go through the commit to six mindset principles so what I'm going to do is put a link to the article that I wrote on these in the bio so you can go and have a look there and if you do want to sign up to commit six you can head to esgfitness.co.uk forward slash commit six make sure you don't dilly dally because I'm going to be shutting it so that I can focus on coaching And I hope that you have a lovely day. Goodbye.